Bullshit. It's the No Bullshit Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO and founder of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing firm. Today, I've got an article that we're going to talk about that brings value and should probably bring some laughter. It's under the heading Scambition with the title, Millennials Never Wanted Ping Pong Tables at Work, But It's All We Got. So I'm looking at it right here at refinery29.com. We'll have it all in the show notes. Millennials never wanted ping pong tables at work, but it's all we got. It touches on something I've said and written and spoke, did videos, podcasts, workshops about since the turn of the century. And it's that generalizations about generations lead to problems. This one's talking about how millennials were viewed in a certain way. And so employers began to try to have exposed brick and coffee bars and ping pong tables and couches as if that's what was going to motivate millennials in the workplace. Now, after 10 years of that, the millennials have basically said, we're not much different than any other human being. We want a quality of a work place. We want to have workplace quality. We want to feel like we can contribute. We want to feel like we're listened to and we're heard. We want to bring value. We want the company we work for to be more than just a profit center. And putting a ping pong table up or giving me a keg of beer that I can have a, a go to the bar at four o'clock within our conference room isn't what it's all about. That stuff's fun. Sure. We have a bar upstairs at Mass Solutions. Yeah, that's fine. But that's not what it's all about. It's about the quality of the work life. Are you being heard? Are you being listened to? Can you contribute? Is it a team environment? Is it collaborative? So we made these generalizations about generations and it happened before because these generations are evaluated about a time when the human condition is that we're trying to figure things out. I'm a Gen Xer and I can remember Generation X was going to have seven or eight jobs. <gasps> because when we were 25 or 30, we'd already had two and used to work at one place for 30 years and get a gold watch. Because when you evaluate a generation when they're between the ages of 22 and 32, you're going to see some negatives because those are the times when we're figuring things out. So yes, it's going to change when there's an internet that's been part of your life the whole time. You're going to be different. Your negatives when you're in your 20s and early 30s are going to be different than the people that didn't have the internet. So that was the second point that's relevant to the Scambition Millennials. Never wanted ping pong tables at work, but it's all we got. I just can't stop saying that title. It's great. And the third thing is when you try to say that any generation is 18 to 20 years old and there's a 20-year gap, it's just incorrect. There's no way that someone 30 is thinking the same way as someone 45. The original generations were broken up from birth to age 18 because that was considered a generation. So that's how it started, and marketers used that. And it was much easier when there were, they started when there was barely any TV. So then there was three broadcast networks and a newspaper. And you could, the pace was slower. You could make some marketing generalizations and get away with it pre-1980. The 80s got a high usage of cable and direct mail and other things. In the 90s, mid to late 90s, you got the internet. So grouping them at 20 years is just crazy. Even 18 is difficult. 
So, you, so that's the third point. Then the fourth point is saying, look at us as humans. Where are we in the point of our life? If someone is 23 years old and has two kids and is working in a service job, they're going to relate more to a 35-year-old with two kids than they are to their other 23-year-olds. That's what the article used, an example similar to that, because it's true. We have to look at people as humans. We have to look at them as not this homogenous group. We talk a lot about the four, five, six segmentation model which is what we use to build no bullshit personas because personas become bullshit because they follow this same kind of shit that we're saying when we judge the millennials. We say if you can get to six variables, that's not just saying that you're a millennial when you're 18 years in the same group and that you like ping pong tables and, and a coffee bar at work. When you get to six variables, you're starting to understand what this person's psychographic profile is, what their behavioral tendencies are when they buy, what they buy for, what are the reasons they buy for. Are they a moderate risk taker versus a high risk taker? The age, zip code, income, all that is variables too. But when you get to six variables, that's how you get a no bullshit persona. When you do a thing that says the millennials are going to jump from job to job and they want to have fun at work. That's not what it's all about. So I've written and spoke about this for a long time. There's a blog post from 2008 that I broke into the four or five generations in the workplace and how we could work better together. But my premise has always been the same. It's that humans are humans. We have to look at them and drill down as much as we can so we can see the commonalities. Within millennials, there are probably 10 good segments you could break up that have five or six variables to be able to decide how to communicate with them. The second thing is people at work work because they have to and they want to make a living. Their income is involved. That's a big piece of it for a lot of people. It's a means to an end. But there's a good percentage of people, and I'm going to guess it's more than 60, 70 percent, maybe 80 percent that still want to get purpose and passion from work. And those people aren't about ping pong tables, coffee bars, exposed brick, and a keg of beer. They're about being asked for their opinion. They're about being listened to. They're about challenging them. And this is the key point because people will say, well, you didn't listen to me. No, that's not what that means. You, you told me what you thought, and I disagreed. There's going to be times where I have to give you constructive feedback. It's called leadership. But you want people on the team to feel like they can be heard. And when you don't agree with them, you can say, here's the why. Here's what I'm doing. I've made a decision as the leader. It's not about trying to get them to, to do stuff on superficial things. So those are the premises I've always gone by is use multiple variables to truly segment. Ask questions and listen and let your key stakeholders drive the philosophy of the organization. Key stakeholders are employees referral sources, centers of influence, current customers, past customers. Ask questions and listen for those insights. And then communicate openly, honestly, and again and again with a clear message of what that mission is, what the vision and values are, and how you get to the way to make money while still making an impact. That's what millennials want. Most of them don't want to go work for a place that doesn't make money. You can't have a business if it doesn't make money. But if that company can make money, serve their target audience as well, and make an impact, that's what any generation mostly wants. So again, you'll have it in the show notes on refinery29.com. Scambition, millennials never wanted ping pong tables at work, but it's all we got. 
another great example of how we can't make generalizations about generations. Thanks for listening to another episode of the No Bullshit Marketing Show recorded here in our studio in bold, beautiful downtown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.